Welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. Shake that Laffy Taffy Givenisi. And today we're talking about burnout. What it is, the signs, and how to avoid it at all cost. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, which you should totally check out because I'm also on that. (laughs) Andrew Fiebert, how's business, man? Good. I am not burnt out right now. So that's, that's good. Me, yeah. me neither. I, me I feel neither. like I, I flirt with uh, the line, and but I, I could see it better now. Yeah, I, I, this, I've basically been on vacation all summer. I mean, I've been traveling, so I, I get burned out by traveling, but not work <laughs> burnout, thank God. Uh, but that has happened, and we're definitely going to talk about it. Uh, but first, we have a sponsor. Get out of town. You, you, yeah. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable, and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. So I wanted to ask you, like, before we get into the whole burnout thing, what are you working on right now in your business? Like, what's going on with List of Money Matters and the and the other <laughs> little projects that you have going on? So um, I am sprinting. Like, my, my feet are getting, you know, I, I have no analogy for my <laughs> your feet are on terribly fire, sprinting. You're, you're, you're running so fast. You're, <laughs> yeah, Usain Bolt. I yeah. actually don't physically move. Um, I, I'm trying you're, to launch this thing we've been incubating. Okay. To which will not be named. And like uh, <laughs> we had left our homepage in disrepair for like a year when we like the money matters homepage. Yeah. So we're like tightening up a lot of loose ends. So like maintenance shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Why did you feel the need to improve the homepage? Like do you get a lot of visitors to the homepage? We do. Okay. Um, it is our single biggest source of subscribers. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think if you like, I forget what it, it might be. Hopefully, it's bigger now. But if the term like "listen space money space matters" gets searched twenty six hundred times a month, on average. no shit, yeah, that's that. I, I wonder if that's search... more than Matt Givenisi. No, I don't. Think so. <laughs> no, they know how to spell Matt Givenisi. Listen, money matters is a tough one to spell. <laughs> that's right. What I you know. I want to know how many people search Swim University. I doubt it's that many, right? Because I don't, know. I don't I don't actually have like a legit 
place for people to sign up on my homepage because I was always under the impression. Actually, it was an experiment that we did oh, years ago, dude. Remember mm-hmm. we had that company they like gave us like a, a, a couple of free people to like visit our website and they would record what they were doing. Yes, it was it was like user testing or something yeah. like dot com or something like that. Something like that. And we were, I remember listening and they're like everyone who hit the homepage first are like I don't know why I'd want to subscribe right now. This is like, they don't even know who these guys are. Yeah, it's like, this is a little aggressive. This is a little aggressive. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess that, that does make a little bit of sense. And I'm just like, dude, I'm 5'5". Five five. Of course I'm aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will I will own you. That's right. So I, I checked and uh, uh, listen to my matters is now 2.7K a month. Uh-huh. Um, Swim U is at 800 a month. All right, that's so, not terrible. Considering, yeah, you don't have anything out there like pushing people to like look for you like that. That's pretty sweet. How do you know that people are signing up on the homepage? Uh, so when people subscribe in MailChimp, I send the IP, I send the location on the page. So I have like footer, in content, mm-hmm. whatever, and then I have the actual slug. And so then I could, I just have like, f- and it's actually not MailChimp anymore. I use ConvertKit. Yeah. But I right. kept it so I could do like filters on my subscribers and say like the past thirty days and just got it. I, I actually you know I'm did like that... crazy with all this measuring. Well, shit. I did that for a long time. I just got rid of it. So because now I know in analytics where people mm. are coming from, like in Google Analytics, mm. but I can't filter people out from which page. Like in Mailchimp, now I can't because I use Mailchimp. Mm. I can't filter out who came from what page anymore. I mean, I could add it back, but I didn't see. I never used it, so I was like, "Why am I keeping this data? Like, this is kind of like, yeah." It didn't make any sense to me, but like, I guess I could start sending out emails like, "Hey, I heard you visited our pool algae play- page." Mm. You know, you know that, that was the thought at one time. Like, so right. ConvertKit has tags, so I could do shit like that, but I, that involves work. So I, I know it's a lot of work. Mm. I, I honestly like my my email marketing game is is pretty. It's a leaky bucket in my business. But, and not to like super spin out of control, do you use content grouping in Google Analytics? No. Well, that shit is awesome. So what category is this post? It's in Google Analytics. Does this post have a podcast on it or not? That's in Google Analytics. Hmm. Um, have to, and, we'll have to we'll have to dive into that. Yeah. That's, yeah, we could Oof, totally go off the rails. It makes me excited just thinking I, about it. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> it's really weird uh so for me i am uh i just finished redesigning uh sales pages on swim university for our two guides that we sell and i'm working on cleaning up code uh just the code base at money lab because i want to make it faster Mm. so i'm gonna like add cloud flare to it and i'm gonna you know do less css less javascript you know make it a little cleaner you you pulled a few levers that will hopefully save you a few thousand a year yeah, mostly on the Cloudflare side of things. <laughs> we'll talk um, about that. Soon. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a whole episode on uh, page speed. But today's episode is about burnout, and uh, you know, this is a. I think this is a kind of a buzzword in the at least in our circles. Yeah. But here's the thing: I mental health research. is not taken seriously enough. I don't think. Yeah, it's definitely not. And I did an episode with Justin Jackson where we talked about mental health. This is sort of along the same lines, but we're talking specifically about this phenomena of like work burnout, mm. of working yourself so much that you end up like, I guess, like spinning out of control. 
mentally. Now, um, I want to read this little excerpt that I got from this New York Times article that's specifically about burnout, which uh, I'll link to in the show notes. I don't have show notes, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a you can just search New York Times burnout. You'll maybe, find it. maybe uh, if you worked harder, you would have show notes. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> I just need to I need to hustle a little more. Okay, that's right. <laughs> so I where does the word burnout come from? The term burnout was applied exclusively to healthcare workers, police officers, firefighters, paramedics, or social workers who deal with trauma and human services. That's where it came from. It came from uh, Graham Greene's novel, A Burnout Case, about a doctor in the Belgian Congo, and that's where the term came from. The term has since obviously expanded to workers who are now a part of a more connected, hyperactive, and overcompensating workforce. So it 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 actually it, I I kind of feel like um, like a wuss saying that we burn. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. Because like yeah, I would never compare myself to a healthcare worker, police officer, firefighter, paramedic, or social worker. Mm. I don't deal with human uh, trauma or services, so. It's like, oh, I work. Oh, oh, you're a blogger. Oh, you got burned out. Oh, yeah. We should title this episode "Blogging Burnout." <laughs> Blogging Burnout. <laughs> Have you ever typed too many words? <laughs> we are making light of a very serious. It's only chronic... funny because I think we've both had terrible, out of control spins in it, and like all yeah. you could do is laugh about it, right? Right. I know. You're right. It's like death. Because I am not pleasant. Or or beautiful or any of the things you called me in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, no. When, no. I'm, when I'm burnt out. <laughs> no. Uh, actually, there's so so when I was doing research for this, I remember this word. I forget where I heard it, and I forget what story I was reading it. It had to be like a book I read some time ago. But uh, there's a there's a problem in in Japanese culture where people are overworked. No. To death. To death. To death. Wow. And I believe the story that I read was about like somebody, an executive who worked at like Toyota or something. They just worked like hundred hours a week or whatever it was, and just ended up like dying of a heart attack. You know, they there must be like a serious cultural issue because I've read about people who play vi- like World of Warcraft to death. Yeah. And really? I mean, yeah. I mean, like seven days. Like, and I thought like the human body could survive longer than seven days. But I guess if you don't sleep, you know, and you're under high, blah blah blah. Right. Um, and that's what. It, do you remember? Do you know how that person died? The one you're citing? Uh, like I literally, think, like I think they were hearth stoning back to town, and uh, <laughs> no, that's I don't it. know. I'm I'm guessing, um, sweaty in a computer chair. Okay, I I can't like, and I don't mean to joke about it. It's really not funny, but no, but I I get it. Uh, I didn't, you know, that's basically probably somebody who didn't eat, didn't sleep, like they didn't sleep take care of themselves. Didn't, yeah, right. Single. And they probably focus. died of like some sort of like heart attack or stroke or something. Yeah. So or starvation. So like, uh, I I the the word that I'm talking about is I believe it's pronounced Kuroshi. Uh, and I found this on Wikipedia. It's literally translated to mean overworked death. And it occurs in Japanese culture, and it's an occupational sudden mortality. So the major medical causes of Kuroshi deaths are heart attack and stroke due to stress and starvation diet. 
Wow. The phenomenon is also widespread in other parts of Asia as well. So it's it's a cultural thing. Mm. Uh, and not to say that, you know, we're we're suffering from that, but I don't think I I definitely don't work that hard. I don't think that I will do it to like die, you no. know, but I think certainly bad mental state. I and I think, you know, it's really has to do with with stress. It's all I believe it's mostly stress related and mm. it's a chronic disease of con- like our as a as a human we're not supposed to be stressed constantly. Yeah. We could be stressed for a minute like back in the day, you know, a tiger, you know, I'm stressed in that moment and that's then why once you I run really fast in right. that direction. And once I escape the tiger, I'm no longer stressed because now I'm like, all right, cool. But and also people died earlier then, but I I think this idea of like constantly being stressed is something to watch out for and it's hard to know when it's hard to know that you are stressed in the moment. I I think that uh, what happens is, and I think this is very much an entrepreneur thing because you have these like wicked thoughts of what you want to do. Yeah, ambitious goals. Yeah, and and you wind up being stressed and you're stressed often and so you become used to being stressed so you can't tell that you're stressed because it is like the state of normal. Do you have a, uh, do you have a, like do you have a, I don't know, like a safe word? No, like a tick or something that you know about yourself that like, oh shit, I'm stressed. Yeah, so uh, my eye twitches. Mine too. My my lip twitches. Um, and that's mine. Mine's my mine's my eye. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> and I'll or I'll say some bodily something or yeah. whatever. I'll just be talking to Lauren. She's like, you're stressed. And I'm like, ah oh, shit, you're right. Uh but but I it like is such a slow gradient to getting there. I didn't realize that I put myself there. Right. And it, it's weird because like, we also like what we do. I mean, at least I do mm. like, I'm grateful that I can do the things that I do in life and still make money from them. Still not still hard. Yeah. You know, like it, you know, you talk to your friends. I, I don't know how you deal with this, but, um, I, when I go home, when I go back to Philly or, cause a lot of the, my friends here in Boulder, when I moved, like I met people who, I was already doing this kind of work, so I met a lot of people who also work from home and do this kind of work. But when I was living at home uh, back in Philly, no one did what I did. Mm. And honestly, no one would ever bring it up. Like, no one would ever ask me about it. That, that's the thing. Yeah, so um, no one wants to know. And any time, like, they, they've, you've, all your close people have probably asked you something and yeah. then learned super quick to never ask about this shit ever again because yeah. they're really not interested. No. They were, they were just being polite. But as soon as you, you, you complain mm. in public, you know, like I would be back home and I'm like, oh, man, like I got to, you know, get this like blog post done or like I'm trying, like I'm like, I got to do all this shit. I'm like working on the software, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, you, you're, you're stressed out. You work from home, motherfucker. Like, I have to go to a job. My boss is riding me. Like, you, like, it's like, oh, you live the life. Yeah. So, like, fuck you for complaining when I have to deal with, uh, like, real work shit. And it's like, all right, well, well dude. It turns okay. out, like, I, th- I think the reality is that procrastinating is just not as satisfying at home as if you're at an office. Like, if I no. went to a job and did nothing, like, I, I, that actually kind of fulfills me. I, agree. Like I feel filled I agree. up when I do nothing at home. Yeah, it's exhausting. 
I was like, wow, I did nothing today. And I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> That's like <laughs> so good. My boss was not none the wiser. <laughs> yeah, but at home, it's I feel I feel bad for not working. Because it's like, well, if the, the, every day that I don't work is a day that in the future I'm probably not going to make money. Mm. You know, it's... Uh, but uh, yeah, stressor. The stressor for me is my eye twitching. Which when I when it first happened, I'm like, oh, I'm staring at a screen too much. Oh, I live in Colorado now. The air is drier. Oh, I drank too much coffee, and then I'm like, well, hold on, I didn't drink too much coffee. That didn't happen. I stopped drinking coffee because I had the eye twitch. I was like, I'm not really like. I've never had a problem looking at my screen before, so I'm like, oh. And mm-hmm. I like went on. What, uh, what are you, WebMD, like, what causes eye twitching? And it's like, stress, number one. But then also, computer. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> that's more likely. And my mom was like, yeah, I think it's the, t- I'm thinking I'm drinking too much coffee. I'm like, you're stressed. She's like, no, I think it's like my eyes are dry. I'm like, you're stressed. I'm like, yeah, you're stressed. I, same thing happens to me. I know. I, I, I wanted to deny it too. Uh, so I, I definitely want to talk about uh, times that we've been stressed, but I, I or times that like we've hit burnout. I want to real quick just list out. Uh, I did all this research. So I figured I might as well just get this research. Yeah, yeah, there. make it helpful. So um, tell me if you've experienced any of these work stressors, hmm. because like I said, it's difficult to identify what burnout is, and it often feels like surrender or failure rather than what it really is, which is a chronic disease. This is like something that we all deal with. So uh, a work stressor, right? Mm. Overcoming challenges associated with new software, changing atmospheres, or different processes. Absolutely. 100%. That that was like <laughs> super stressful when I was doing my day job. And, you know, like now, like, I don't know, like WordPress has Gutenberg. And I'm like, yeah. ah. Like, yeah. It's so, another thing. I mean, I, I think that's why whenever I do a software project, when I – I've done two of them now. They're the most stressful thing I do. Mm. I fucking hate them. But I still <laughs> want to own, I still want to be an owner of software, mm. but I hate it. And that's it's, one of the things I want to talk about is my when I did this like when I tried to learn a new programming language and try to build my own software in 60 at days. At the same time, that's pretty Yeah, was not a smart idea. Uh, the other one is unrealistic deadlines. That's like the name of the game. Yep. That's my whole life. Like, I, I believe, is this episode going live in September? No. Okay. August. Well, get, well, so if you're listening in September, nothing will be different in Money Lab because we pushed a deadline back because we were literally, yeah. we made unrealistic goals. That, that's like all I know how to do. Yep. We, and I can say what it is because we've kind of decided that we're doing it. Mm. Uh, the, the idea here is, and we've we're we are we are not novices at this, but we want to build up Money Lab. I need some content for Money Lab. We want to do an experiment where we try to publish a new episode every single day for just one month. Mm. And we were going to do it in September. And I was like, "All right, well, you know, it's the middle of August. Like, we got to get shit done. Like, blah blah blah." And it's and I think I you think were I the started one. seizing up with the stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you were the one who was like, "Uh." It doesn't have to be September. I'm like, well, September has 30 days. It's perfect. And you're like, yeah, no. And I was like, ah, fuck, you're right. So we pushed it back. Because we like, yeah, because it's like, oh, now we gave, our, we gave ourselves like another month and a half to actually mm. sit down and plan it out and, you know, 
just not be stressed about it. It's like, but, look, yeah, I, I did the math. And as long as you record 15 episodes a day, we got this. Yeah. Anyway, just I hope you didn't hear that text message come through. No, I didn't. All right. Because now I don't know how to turn off. Oh, I do. Right. You told me how to do that. Hold on. Notifications. Mm. Right. No, wait. Didn't you tell me how to like top right of the screen? You click it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Do not disturb. Yeah, dude. Brilliant. Uh, Okay. Anyway, Uh, frequent scheduling conflicts or interruptions. So, I I work extremely hard to avoid scheduling conflicts because I hate committing to something and then telling someone I can't Mm -hmm. because I'm a failure at planning. So same. Lately, that hasn't been a thing. Yeah, um, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't like scheduling at all. I, I, I am Google Calendar to me is it's the thing I check the least. Oh, I, like if it's not in Google Calendar, it is not happening. For see, me. for me, it's Asana. If it's mm-hmm. not in Asana, it doesn't get done. So Asana is my to do list, but if I have to like be like sometimes I so I'm like, hey, I'm gonna like, go grab lunch with this guy or yeah. dot whatever, drinks later in the day. Um, it's gotta be on the calendar. You know, uh I, I wish it wasn't that case, but actually this week, so on Tuesday like I so I had a party on Saturday and you know, I was drinking and all my friends were like, Yeah, hey, we're gonna go to like this brewery on Tuesday, like for happy hour and I was like, Yeah, totally down, totally in for it, let's do it. Mm. It's six o'clock on a Tuesday. I'm like just sitting there working or on the couch or whatever. Completely forgot. Oh, oh that sucks. And, it, and it, it's like a fun thing. It was not yeah. even a, it wasn't a work thing. It was just a fun thing that I was supposed to do. But I was bummed out that day too. So it was like, but I just said, I said to my buddy, I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Cause like I wasn't the only one who forgot. Other people forgot too. Oh my God. So now he's he was like, like no the only person. <laughs> right. So he was the only person there. I mean, if, unfortunately, it's across the street from his work, so it wasn't like an out of the way thing. But mm. still, bummed me out that I missed that. And yeah, it wasn't in Google Calendar, and I just if it, I I am so forgetful when it comes to like meetings and st- I actually one time in life, one mm. time, this is the most devastating thing I've that's ever happened to me scheduling wise. I promised my aunt that I would DJ her block party way back in the day and i completely fucking missed it like i didn't show up at all oh my god wow so you you ghosted on your aunt yeah i guess that's not awful dude but i i was at work i was at work like i went i scheduled myself for work so i'm at work and i get a phone call and i drop i just drop like i fall to my i fall to my like i literally like almost passed out because i was (laughs) so devastated at myself oh my god yeah it, dude, it's ske- it, scheduling. It's so all of our closest friends is, are like. I told you, her nephew is such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so Scott, conflicts are not an issue, but scheduling is certainly like a stressor for me. Mm. Interruptions is an interesting one because um, I actually don't mind them. So I, I try and always like approach them like, yeah, cool, like let's do whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, like they, it's grading on me for sure. And specifically, what do you mean? Like for me, it, like Steph, I told Steph, like Steph doesn't like to be interrupted when she works because mm. she like gets it gets she gets completely knocked out of her flow. And same, like if I, I 
like de- like dev work is like often deep thought, and yeah. so like I have to like rebuild this fantasy land in my head mm. to even get back to where I was. And so, really, yeah. So I don't have that issue. So I can be in a in a state of flow, and Steph will ask me a question because I she's like I won't bother you. I'm like you can bother me. I don't have that issue of being interrupted and then not be able to get back into the, the swing of things. Like I'm pretty quick to just like turn back to my computer and start doing exactly what I where I picked up where mm. I left off. I had this is like a power or something. Um, the other one is unpredictable schedules. I don't even know what that means to be honest. I'm like a cat. Like I do the exact same you land thing on all every... fours. Yeah, <laughs> my schedule is the most predictable. Okay, yeah, I mine is too pretty much, uh, but I don't like not having routine. Mm. Like when I when I'm like all off on a routine, like I am stressed. But if I have my routine, I'm like the least stressed ever. It's great. Uh, this other one, I don't know if it applies to either of us, but physical demands like exposure to <laughs> weather or heavy lifting. <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't apply, I don't think. Um, added responsibility beyond the initial scope of one's role while not being compensated for that supervision. So basically, getting more responsibility and not being paid for it. Way, way back in the day, when I was at Barclays, I felt that. And then yeah. I... When I left there, I adjusted so that I would never do more than was necessary. Yeah. Because this was my goal. Well, I I definitely feel that now because I do that to myself. I add more responsibility to my own plate, mm. and I, I'm definitely not compensated for it. <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to do this now. Oh, you know, I have that whole, like, fuck it, give it to me, I'll do it, you know, mentality. So if somebody, you know, if I have to... If I decide that I want to do something, I'll just say, fuck it, give it to me, I'll do it. Whether it's like per- in personal life or, or business, I always just tend to like load my plate up with things to do oh, to yeah. the point of like, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. So let's talk about uh, – so those are, those are just some of the work stressors that uh, can cause burnout, right? Mm. And signs for burnout can be – and I'll just read through these real quick – and then I want to talk about uh, our specific examples. So signs to watch out for are feeling emotionally drained or mentally unwell. So nausea, being unable to sleep, or constantly fighting sickness like head colds. Mm. The other one is feeling alienated by your colleagues and bosses, feeling constantly underappreciated, or feeling ostracized by them. And feeling you are not personally achieving your best or regularly, quote unquote, phoning it in. So with those, uh, I definitely don't, I, I, you know, even at my most stressful moments, I've never had a problem sleeping. I'm kind of like a really fucking talented sleeper. It's kind of a superpower. (laughs) Uh, and I, I don't, I, I actually do take it for granted because I know a lot of people who are not very good at sleeping Mm -hmm. and I literally don't, I can't even commiserate because I'm like, I, I my head hits the pillow, I'm gone. No, my my wife has that problem, and she may be even telling me about it, like in the middle of the night, and I'll like fall back asleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steph just, has that problem too. Well, yeah, I I could I, be in like a fl- a plane taking off, yeah, or like a train like on rickety tracks, uh-huh. whatever. I, I'm sleeping. Oh, I've definitely fallen asleep in those both those situations. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm pretty good at it. Even in, even if I'm super stressed, like mm. I always end up falling asleep. I don't really get nauseous. 
And Same. to be honest, I'm knocking on wood right now, but I've I can't tell you the last time I had a cold. Really? I, I literally I it's been maybe four years. So I generally don't we went to this party, there were a lot of kids there. Yeah. I was I got like I mean, whatever. Yeah, I know I I don't hang around a lot of kids. But. I like kids. But yeah. you know, if they're eating like dirt and then like kissing me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, why are kids kissing you? <laughs> I don't know. Like when <laughs> family events. Okay, family events, right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it just takes on a whole new connotation in today's society. You know what I mean? Now I feel weird. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, so the other thing is like feeling ostracized by your colleagues or alienated. We don't really have colleagues. No, I mean, I mean, we do. They're just internet colleagues. Yeah, like if you were like, "Hey, I don't want to talk to you this week," I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck's this problem?" And like constantly feeling that way. But I don't think that that's something that I've ever felt as a sign of burnout. But I will definitely say that the last one on this list of of not feeling like you're personally achieving your best or regularly quote unquote phoning it in, I definitely have done those things. And like it almost like amplifies onto itself. Like when you're right towards burnout, you're not doing things and then you're feeling shitty about not doing things and yep it kind of you can't do things because you're not doing things and it just uh, it's a vicious cycle yeah it really is what happened what's your most like recent burnout thing like when, when like when was the when did you experience it the most recently uh i experienced it in like uh like the the least the time I least would have thought. Like I, I had worked really hard over years to quit my job, um, and which then we talked like, about. Well, yeah, which which we had talked about, and I had uh, I'd given like you know two whatever week notice. I was like, whenever you guys want, and it was like great because I was like basically pulled off of all the projects at work. It was yeah. easy. I was like coming in late, leaving early, doing all whatever. You stayed and, those two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I was fr- I'm friends with all the people. Like I, I honestly love everyone there to death. Um. And so, so I, whatever, I, I did the whole thing, you know, and then I got home and I just uh, didn't do anything. I just. Well, when you, when you, that end of those two weeks, mm. that first day of like being your own boss, right? Yeah. Working for yourself. Did you like do anything? Like, do you celebrate? Yeah. I mean, we, we went out to dinner and stuff. Yeah. And then like, I, I, there were all these projects I wanted to do and, and I liken it to, uh, I mean, I liken it to this having never done it and never going to do like a triathlon or something where okay. like you're going, you're running, you're swimming, you're biking. I don't know. You're like climbing mountains and shit. And then like you're good, you're good. You cross the line and your body collapses and like you die or something. Cause you like finally uh-huh. made it. You just had to make it to the end. And that was like me completing this journey. I was like, ah, I made it. And then I was just like a piece of shit. Really? Was, so like yeah. the, the the first day on the on your new job. It took it took like a few days to like really like I did work and stuff. Um my I, I my mind was just in such a bad place. Why? Um I was singularly focused on the goal of quitting. And so uh, then I had no actual like goal. It's like a boat without a rudder. I was just like, I'm here, I'm just going to float forever. I don't know. It was just a very weird, because um, like you you achieve this thing, but you actually nothing really changed. I just don't have to go to an office, so uh-huh. it was like, oh, 
I don't know. I thought it would be like really awesome. I mean, it is, but right. Were you stressed out? Um, you know, I I don't think that I was super stressed. I think I just pushed. I like uh, boxed everything else in my life out. It had just become, you know, getting and especially the last like few months when I knew it was going to happen and just lining all the the ducks up. Um, there was no so like, me left. Yeah, I understand the analogy of like doing a triathlon, even though I've never done one and will never do one. Also, but like <laughs> crossing the finish line and collapsing because you just like you worked so hard to do this one thing, and then it's you did it. Yeah, but I don't know. Is that burnout? Um, so, so, okay. Burnout to me is like when my mind is just toasted. Um, like usually I I could be anywhere and I'm like, I have like ideas and like writing things down and I can't wait to, to like work or, or just build. And, uh, when, when I can't get anything out of myself, like I could sit there in front of the computer and I'll just, I don't know, I'll just, I just nothing happens. I can't, I can't do anything. Like my, my magic power is gone and I'm just tired. I don't want to like see people. Really? But, yeah. And that, what, when, when do you, besides that, uh, that one time, is that happened even more recently? Has that happened? Like, can you remember a time where that happened? Um, so when I finished listening to my matters redesign, it was a three, essentially a three month project for both Laura and I. Um, when, did you, when did you start that? Uh, we, I think we wanted to launch in January and I don't think it happened. I think it launched in February and we'd start in like November. Yeah. I think I remember texting you when it came, like kind of probably close to when it came out and mm-hmm. was like, dude, this is awesome. And that, so I, I think that was February. Every, I, every single line of code was rewritten. Like yeah. just everything we'd ever want to do. We did. It was great. Super proud of what we had accomplished. But then it was like. It was all for this, you know, One and nothing time. else. Just right. finish this. And so I think, like, uh, that ruthlessness to, like, the rest of my life, like, I, I got punished after the fact. During that time, do you remember feeling stressed or were you, like, actually having a good time? Because that sounds like a great time to me. So <laughs> like in the beginning, Completely it's redesigning fun. a website. You know, and, like, planning it and whatever. And, and yeah. I think, like, when you're in the shit and you're bumping into issues and you, mm. like, I, I have, my goal is to complete three things a day. You know, if one of them is working out, that's great because I, that's, like, a thing to me. Okay. Um, and if I can't get it done, I, it starts to drag on me. And then tomorrow I have to finish four or five or six things, uh, you know, and, and it builds up. And so like not being able to finish things, like not being able to estimate when I think things are complete. And I don't know. I was a mess. Yeah, That's um, similar to the I, so I think I work really well when I'm when I have a chat, like, you know, obviously at money lab, I do a lot of challenges where I'll, you know, make a rap album in 30 days or what's well, fulfilling, right? It. Yeah. I mean, the idea of it is always sexy, right? It's always like, Hey, mm. you know, like the, the one I'm, I, there's a couple of these moments, but the, when I, it last year, not last year, the year before I decided, you know, I was working with Jason Zook and I, I, we had the site. So I was working on the spreadsheet about like tracking all our stats on our website and he loved it and he was like dude this should be software and i was like yeah it should be i don't know any software developers but i'm 
a little dangerous when it comes to PHP. Like I can get, I definitely have coded things in the past and have done little like projects. So I was like, I want to build this myself. Or at least I want to build the prototype. And I wanted to learn a different language. I, everyone at the time was talking about like Ruby on Rails and how easy it is to like spin up a website or spin up a, you know, a software project. And I was like, and I told him, I was like, yo, I'm going to try to do this in 60 days. And he's like, that's incredible. You know, I'm like that. Make, and we were kind of like at the same time thinking that's going to make for a great story too. You know, right. hey, if you could, with no experience in this language, learn this whole new language and build analytic software in 60 days, like that would be a, 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 quite an achievement that would be like worth writing about. And so I was like, yeah, that just that idea alone was like so awesome. And then I started uh, learning Ruby, which I loved right off right. the bat because I'm like, no semicolons? This is amazing. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you, what, you work in Python. Is there no semicolons in Python? It's all about indentation in yeah. Python. So you have oh, no man. semicolons. It was so great. Uh, but it was hard for me to get you know, over because I've worked with semicolons so many, so many times. Uh, and so I, but then I had to learn terminal. Like I had to learn how to use like a black DOS window, you yeah. know, to do, I don't know. That could be very frustrating when you start. Yeah. You have to Git, like rem- I, memorize shit like commands and yes. And Git is a fucking nightmare. I don't care. I, <laughs> I know programmers love it. They suck it off. Oh God. I love hey, Git. It is pretty damn good. I mean, I know great. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I don't understand. I still don't understand it. Every time I push something, I have a merge conflict. It was a nightmare. Oh my god! I, I, and I was it, the only one working on it. So it's like wow, it wasn't even like other people. Wh- okay. I don't know, dude. I I really still don't one hundred percent understand Git. Mm. I still don't. Well, but it was well, so we could do a deep dive together. <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe, maybe not recorded. We'll see if it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're definitely not recording that. It'll be the boringest. Uh, <laughs> Okay, now you could set an alias, so you can. Yeah. Anyways, we uh, so I I I had to learn terminal. I had to learn Git. I had to learn Ruby. I had to learn what a fucking framework was. I had to mm. learn MVC. P. Oh, we yeah, model view controller. Yeah, yeah, I had to learn that. There was like all. It was like I thought it was just like I understood what object oriented PHP was like because I had to learn that PHP a while is ago. Like so not. I mean, it is, but no one writes it like that. Like WordPress is written like that, but right. our themes are not. No, right? It's procedural mostly, but mm. it's I, anyway. It was thirty days in. I broke down. I broke mm. down. I was like, I, I probably cried. I probably <laughs> like straight up cried. I I've done that before for like projects that are yeah. Yeah, I remember I because I was doing it all day every day, and whenever I do a challenge at Money Lab, my relationship with Steph suffers because I am so in it. Mm. Like I'm just all day, all night, it's all I focus on because I'm trying to achieve a completion of a project, and I usually enjoy the work that I do. Mm. Most of the time, I'm enjoying the process. This time I was not enjoying the process, but it was like, it's like building a very complicated puzzle, but it's like a puzzle that you've never seen before. So it's mm. like playing mist sometimes. And it's like, like only in your head. So no yeah. one could really understand what the hell is going on. You right. Just, you, you just appear like a psychopath. Yeah. And, and there's a video that I posted because 
I, you know, I got on Skype with Jason. He was like, oh my God. He was like, he's like, shut down Skype, turn around, hit your camera and just record how you feel right now. Cause it's unbelievable. So I remember like doing it. And I was just like, you could just see me on camera going like, oh God, I hate all of this shit. Like it was just so awful. And I ended up like just completely burning out and mm. had to hire somebody to take over because I couldn't do it anymore. So I only got 30 days in and I fucked. I was that fucked. That sucks. And because, uh, and I imagine, I don't know if this is true, that when you burnt out on the project, like you like lost your love for it. You're just like, oh, I was done. Yeah. Yeah. And that I mean, we, I still well. try. I tried to work with uh, the developer and I just, it, and we, I mean, I, it was, it was, for another like year and a half, I think we worked on it, and I was I tried to stay in it, and I still loved the idea. I still love the idea. Like mm. I still think it needs to exist. You just don't want to do it because it has I just, like, this bad. T- it's like when you have too much tequila shots, and you're like, I can't have tequila ever again. I don't know. No, I don't know if that's true. Like I, I just don't. I just can't do the code. Mm. And and usually every project where I'm doing a lot of um, code that I don't have a firm grasp on is when I burn out. And that sort of applies back to the, uh, the, uh, new software challenging or changing atmospheres or different processes Mm. like that just killed me. And another, uh, I mean, I, I get that a lot with the challenges. Like every, you know, I've been depending on what kind of challenge it is. Um, I've done, you know, I've done challenges where, like the rap album challenge, for example. I did that in 30 days. Had a fucking blast doing it because mm. I knew how to do everything. Like I, I was. It's music. You is saw something it I, in your head, and it was everything that you knew how to do. Yep. There was no. I didn't have to learn any new software. Mm. I, I mean, I kind of do it as like a hobby anyway. So it was just me putting together an album and like working with you know. Music. It was fun. It was super fun, and I'm I'm so glad I did it. It's one of my like. I usually bring it up a lot because it's my proudest challenge even though it failed like even though i didn't make really any money from it but it was still like i still i'm i think it's an impressive uh you know fact but yeah and and there's been other projects that i've done where it's like i'm in like i love redesigning websites if you like i told you we're gonna work on this like new plugin together and i was like i will help you like completely it's on my list to talk to you about it all right well, we have some recording to do. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you're like, really? I'm like, I don't think anything would make me happier. Like, I, I literally, like, mm. I've been, like, I, like, recently I've been working on redesigning Money Lab or, like, changing a lot of the code. I could do it all day. I fucking love it. Love it. Because I know I'm, because I'm talented at it. Mm. And I, un, like, when shit goes wrong, I know why. Like, yeah. I know what's, I know why CSS doesn't work. You know, every once in a while, I'll go like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, duh, and I'll find it, like, pretty much immediately because I, you know, uh, it's so, so I'm, again, it's not, like, a new thing. It's not a new atmosphere. It's not a new process. But the biggest thing for me is uh, every year I burn out at the same time. I've really? done it for the last four years, I think. When When is this? Uh, so it's always on Swim University. It's always, it starts in January. So like, you know, New Year's comes mm. and I'm like, it's kind of like. I'm fired up because New Year's resolution season is like my big season. Yes, it is for, for uh, 
for Listen mm. Money Matters. August so, is depressing because everyone's on vacation. Right. So mine's the reverse. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing is, is on January 1st or whenever, you know, people make their New Year's resolutions to lose weight, to make more money, whatever. I am the make more money one. Mm. And I also the lose weight one's always, always in there. And people usually like, you know, people go to the gym the first like two months and then February, like everyone kind of stops going. Yeah. They go so hard in, in January. That's Planet Fitness' this, business model. It's in, yeah, their entire business model. So it's that's only my ten dollars. But you gotta pay it all up front. For the rest of your life, <laughs> yeah. For the rest of your life. Uh and good luck canceling. Uh so that's what happens to me in January is I load myself up with all these projects because March, April is coming, and that's when the pool season really hits, and I need to get a bunch of shit done between January and March to like make sure that you know we're we're crushing and we have all mm. the whatever the buzzwords are. And I just load myself up with every single project. Two years ago or three years ago, I did a I did two membership sites at the same time. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. And and then in March I always take the whole month off because by the end of February I'm like what? I did it again. I <laughs> like went, I did all the things. I super stressed out and I just crash and I basically sit down in March and reevaluate my entire career <laughs> every every March. You start looking for jobs. I'm like uh, circling in the newspaper, old fashioned. You know, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> Walmart yeah. reader. I could do this. Yeah, circle it, highlighter. Yeah, I. It's. Yeah, I. It's all too real. Uh, the burnout situation, and it's cyclical for me. It it, it comes it comes in waves. Like it's just you know, I, I know people who, you know, have they talk about burnout. They've written about burnout. They usually a lot of people burn out from their actual jobs, like when they mm. work for a company. I've actually never had that. Never had burnout. I never had issues with burnout when I worked for, you know, any of the my bosses or any of the people before that because I never really took it. It wasn't my own thing. So I never took it that seriously. Like I never wor- overworked myself because I was like, you know, like you mentioned earlier about uh you know, taking like not working all day and kind of feeling accomplished because you're mm-hmm. like, wow, I didn't I somehow avoided doing work all day. <laughs> And I was proud of that too. And so I would go home at five, you know, like I would never overwork right. on purpose. I, I didn't, I didn't, most of the time, like I didn't make any more money if I overworked. So none of my job aspects were tied to like how hard I worked. Except, when I was young, I would do that. I'd be like, I gotta go, you know, whatever. But you learn, yeah, your salary's the same. Your salary's the same no matter how hard yeah. you work. And I, I learned that quickly, but with this biz- type of business where, it actually does matter how hard, mm. like the harder you work, you, you reap know, what you sow to be right. ultra cliche about it. That's well, true. Yeah. I mean, to be even more cliche, the Gary Vaynerchuk hustle mentality mm. is that's super real. And yeah. I don't, I don't like to subscribe to that. I think at, at the time when I, I first got into this world, I read Tim Ferriss's book, you know, what's the name of that book? Oh, four hour work week. That one. Yeah. Yeah. The one that everyone tells you to read when you do this kind of work. Mm. And then the Gary Vaynerchuk's books I read. And I watched all Gary Vaynerchuk's talks. And, you know, 
and it was always like hustle, man, hustle, you gotta fucking hustle. But I'm not, I'm not a good impressionist, but that's my Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, you know, the irony is so. Uh, Tim Ferriss, four-hour work week. That guy has never worked a four-hour week in his life. No. I would be shocked. And then, you know, smart passive income. That is the, the guy works more than I've anyone. Yeah. Like, it's right. definitely not passive. So it's... No. It, yeah, and, uh, it, and it's... Yeah, don't fool yourself. Like, when you go to work for yourself, it, it certainly f- looks on the outside that and, you are and look, living the life. they're both great. But I'm just saying, like, I, I almost feel... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I'd sometimes I'd rather work a job. I'd rather have somebody tell me what to do yeah. every day. It'd be great. That's not never the case. At least anymore. So I, I definitely feel more stressed out about work working for myself than mm-hmm. I do when I ever did working at any company. So I just want to say that uh I'd gotten this book sent to me and list of my matters. A lot of people send us books and we, we wound up interviewing this guy, uh Kevin. And I really resonated with the book because I tend to always chase like the boom bust burnout thing. Like I always go burnout, crash. Ah, that's what it is. And then I do it again right, right. and again and again. And um, he there was this concept he he taught, and he talked about a lot of things, and it was like good. But I really stuck with this work life balance concept. Okay. And uh, it's like, well, you're you're working too much. So you don't have enough life in there. And that's, I think, the general gist of what everyone thinks. He's like, no, that's wrong. There's work, life, self. And self is in the middle. And I've I've found, like, and I think it's totally true, I burn out not because I've compromised on work or life, but because I've completely given up me things, my time, like things that I need to, like, uh, be normal Andrew. And I just realized we interviewed this guy together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like well, this yeah. sounds vaguely familiar. I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? This book? I, I just felt it was like on point to share because that's how I've been avoiding myself burning out again is because I, I, yeah, I like you feel selfish. Like I'm just going to go in my room alone and I don't know, just like sit. But if I need yeah. to do that and yeah. that f- recharges me, then I have to do that. I mean, Steph's good at that. She knows exactly when she needs something, and it, and it may just be alone time, which it is often. And it's like, okay. And I'm not, I'm the opposite. I need people. Like, I, I need to throw a party at my like house. You have to go to that bar when the guy asks because right. when you're burnt out, you're worthless to Swim University, you're yep. worthless to Stephanie, and yep. you're just a shitty person to be with when you're with yourself. So that's a great transition into like ways to fight this. Ways to like stop burnout or combat burnout because, uh, to be honest, I, I, even though like I, I remember interviewing that guy, his concept makes a lot of sense in theory, but what does that look like in practice? Mm. You know, um, the first thing on my list that, uh, I got from the New York Times article was t- taking time off, right? But, <sighs> I mean, doesn't that, I, to me, I, I, I'm not, I was, even at, even when I was a kid, I was never a vacationer. We never, right. like, we didn't really go on family vacations all that much. And to me, vacation's kind of boring, mm. to be honest. Like, then you, then you haven't done it right. <laughs> yeah, everyone tells me that, but I don't, I, when I get back from vacation, I need another vacation because I'm, mm. I always go on vacation and do all the things. So, so then you should try, so, uh, either have a vacation that starts with action and ends with like chill at the beach 
or perhaps you're just more of a beach person or just a lounge you know away from your computer like all you have is your phone and or books or like a notepad and you just kind of be outside of your environment sounds incredibly boring to me (laughs) it really does (laughs) like i remember as a kid going to the beach and but that's why i choose like an adventure piece and like we usually have like easier things towards the end like laura and i love to eat and drink so towards the end maybe it'll just be like chilling bullshitting eating and drinking um but like you, you need something other than what you're doing that's burning you out. Right. So for that, I think, I mean, my favorite vacation, I do, I do, there is a type of vacation, but although I don't really want to call it a vacation, but like going up into the mountains mm. and snowboarding and then coming back from snowboarding and being like incredibly tired and cold and like taking a hot shower and then like sitting by a fireplace and drinking whiskey or beer is like the ultimate vacation in my mind. Dude, like it's that, that's so what you have ultimate. to do. You know, it was interesting. You were explaining how when you went snowboarding and like how you would kind of get to the top of the mountain, you pop your earbuds in and you just ro- rock down to music. Yeah. Yeah. And I have actually never listened to music while skiing. Like imagine how awesome that is to kind of go yeah. to the beat and shit. And it takes a long time to get to there, I think. Because you oh, need confidence, yeah, and you, and you, and need, you to need a be lot of good space. to work around people because it's yeah. like weird shits happening that you don't expect. Right. But like, you you know that that's like your kind of zen spot, and so then, like, you have to True. be mindful of like how full is your glass, and if you're at like forty percent, like then I just need to go. I just need to do like three hours of skiing, and then I'll be good, and I can crush this project. So maybe you don't need to go to like I don't know, Istanbul. Yeah. You know, no, but, I, I don't. It's because traveling to me, like the act of traveling, mm. whether it's flying, trains, car, whatever, it tires me out. I'm just like exhausted from it. I, I love it because I know people do like it. Yeah, I am not. So first of all, I'm not a tall, big person, so I fit in the seats. Oh, uh, okay, fair. And uh, I, I don't have, I don't have internet access, and so I'm stuck to my own devices for like six, seven, ten <laughs> hours. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I become like super creative. Because I don't, I don't get sucked into news. Or I'm not doing work. I just can only think. Got it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. Um, but definitely the like the snowboarding thing, unfortunately, only happens once a year for me, or a but couple dude, times a year. Perhaps you could like travel to Switzerland or something. Or no, I, mean, I, told, I told you it sounds miserable. <laughs> there, there, there will be places you could go that aren't a pain in the balls, and you, you will get well, better live, at traveling. I mean, I moved here because of that. Because I could drive an hour and have that life. But you can't ski all year there, can you? No, but I can ski from like October, maybe depending on the season, like October to like end of April. Oh, okay. So, so it's a long season. Then. It's a long season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a season pass and I definitely went more this year than I've ever gone. But I, I think part of it is... I also need the crash pad afterwards. Mm. I can't just go and snowboard for, you know, I, I, and I really can't even go all day. Like, I get pretty, you know, exhausted because I don't really work out that much. So, like, by you know, maybe I'll do, you know, four or five hours, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for a beer. I'm ready for, like, opera ski, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. And I need a place to crash that's, like, dope, right? Yeah. Like, whereas last year we got a place, and it was, like, it was kind of okay. Like it was a place to crash, but like it didn't feel 
like cool and comfortable. Like I needs to be like lodge type feel to me because that's my brain wants that. Wants that. It's like yeah. oh yeah, dude. Like sit, relax. Like completely zonked out. Like just like numb. Like numb from like doing stuff. You got all a day, physical like, workout. Like physical you... workout. I'm like chilly. I'm like. Yeah, I want a fireplace. I want a fucking beer or a whiskey or something. Oh, God damn it. I want that right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, this doesn't do it for me, but focused breathing. Do you do like any meditation stuff? I, I tried meditating. And, yeah, and me too. It was cool and all, but I I don't know. I, I kind of don't know either. I, I, just, I, I, I did it for do so long. Hmm. I did it for so long. I used to use Headspace. I used to... I was, I mean, maybe for like two years I did it. It has de-stressed me. It, I mean, it definitely works. I'm, I guess I, I fall into the trap of I never have enough time for anything and all the related litany of excuses. So things like that are easy to chop off. You know, what's funny about that. I, I always think that too, that I never have enough time and then I start doing it and I'm like, wow, I finished that in two days. Like I always finish it way faster than I anticipate I'm going to finish it. I'm like, Oh man, this this like money lab redesign is gonna take me like two weeks, and I'm like, I was done in two days. Like, come on, you know you're good at like I'm good at working, and I never like I never fall into that trap. I always give myself more time than I'm like, yeah, I always give myself more time than I actually need, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be incapacitated for two weeks. Like, I'm not gonna be able to do this mm. other thing, and it's like, no, like well, chill out. First of all, you're that's that's you putting too much shit on your plate. Yeah, and then second of all, like you know you're better than that, kind of. I I'd gotten this app that uh, Thomas had told me about and it's called like the this is like a long time ago it's called like the seven minute workout yeah and, I remember and, and it like you blast through all these things and there's mm-hmm. like different sequences of you could do I don't know squats instead of like muscle ups or whatever, whatever they have you do <laughs> um, and quick, quickly I find I don't have time to do this workout which wow. is seven which is seven minutes but if I was honest is I just don't want to do it right that's you know? yeah I actually um so I don't like working out, but I, but I used to live in an apartment, or or before I lived in an apartment, we had a, when I first moved here, uh, we had a, we had a um, a bike, and I would just go for a bike ride, but that became kind of annoying for me. Uh, and then we had a gym at the next place, and I would go down to the gym, but as soon as I saw somebody else there or some dude working out, I'm like, oh, fuck this, and I'd leave. Mm. So then I ended up buying an elliptical, which you can see behind me. It looks and like it's never been used from the way I, it looks. I've used it every day this week. <laughs> I, so I, I, when I used to own an elliptical back in my condo in Jersey, and I would use it all the time because mm. I need to be alone when I work out. I don't want to see. I, I, I feel like it's I'm facing the wall. No, it's no, no, no. It's facing this way. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the front of it. So okay. I always so, so you I, do the elliptical and stare at your computer. Like I can't wait to get back well, to the computer. I, yeah, I throw headphones <laughs> in and I listen to either a podcast or I listen to uh, usually a comedy podcast or a beer brewing one, mm. or I'll listen to just like an album that's thirty minutes. And I and I'm okay with listening to the same album over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. It's usually like a heavy heavier album. Um, but I it fucking. I don't know. It's it's a, this this next one is like take frequent breaks, and the only break that I take is to go get more water, because mm. like I don't need to eat lunch, uh, and I take a break to do the elliptical too. I wander around the apartment sometimes. I like fluff the cat. I yeah. go talk to Laura. Go like run at errands. Rarely. I don't. 
I don't like to. I don't like scheduling those things in my day if I'm working. Oh, I don't schedule them. It's just like sometimes just I do just. It. I'm like I don't. Yeah. Uh, this other one is ergonomic chairs and desks. Mm. Like yeah, a sit stand. Sitting is the new cancer. Oh come on! <laughs> I don't know if I fucking buy that, but I do have a standing desk and I never use it. So. <laughs> This, this desk goes up and down. I, 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 use it I saw you do it once. I think it was just to show off. I'll do it today <laughs> on a podcast. I should. Mm. Uh, and I did. We both had the same chair, the Aeron chair, right? Like unplanned. Yeah, unplanned. But yeah, totally cool. I guess. I don't know. It's like the office chair. Yeah, I like it. I'd say put a link in the show notes, but you don't have show notes because you're lazy. You should yes. make show notes. Yes. Oh, you're giving me war- more work to put on my plate? <laughs> That's right. I mean, oh, burnout fuck. is better if seen in if, real time. If a friend tells you to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Speaking of which, the next one is a trusted mentor. Someone you can discuss and strategize other ways to deal with work-related issues. Hmm. Honestly... That's you, bro. Yes. You're, you're kind of the same for me. I've exhausted yeah. other avenues where it's yeah. like, oh, oh, nope, don't talk about it. Right. Yeah, because I, if you talk about things with too many people, you get way too many ideas. Yeah. And then you run, you might run down a path that's like not the idea you should run down. It I also I take least, like 15 minutes to get the backstory in of what right. the hell's going on, and then they're already done. You can even tell right. them the problem. Yeah, when you have just one fucking confidant mm. you know it's like oh you know what i ha- you know what i struggle with like you know who i am and how i work and i and i'm like andrew i got this great idea for this project i want to do and you're like no dude that is so <laughs> stupid why would you do that <laughs> i think my default answer is just no don't yeah don't do that do this instead i'm like ah, fuck you're right okay <laughs> fine yeah um this next one is a hobby mm. Do you have a hobby? Yeah, it's building Listen Money Matters. No, oh. <laughs> that's I think that's probably an unfortunate. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, about that a lot. I need I need another something that's not a business. Doesn't make money. Never will make money. Yeah, I um, I've said for many ever since I started this, even like when I was working a job, my hobby is building a business. Like, mm. That is my hobby. I actually really. I wake up and I'll do that. Sometimes I can't wait to get on the computer. Like Same. I can't wait to go do something business related. I do enjoy it. I read about it. I you love sleep it. with shovel in hand. I do. <laughs> I don't even know what that metaphor means. I don't know. Means. Just start digging a ditch. Yeah. You know, the but, internet ditch. Uh, I do have other hobbies. I think snowboarding is a hobby, right? Mm. Yo, absolutely. It's, it's something yeah, I can't yeah. do all the time and it's also very expensive. Uh, but I, there, I, so I did take up another hobby and it's home brewing mm. and, and you made a business it. out of it. <laughs> I, I did. I put, I put, Fail. I pushed pause, I push pause on it. So it is now, I mean, the actual act of actually making beer is a hobby. I'm doing it Sunday. Mm. Uh, cause, cause I can't sit still. I can't have a day off. So have an episode so of how to kill a hobby. What? No, I mean, like, because you put it on pause for a while. I mean, now you're doing it again, but... No, I... Well, I put it on pause because I was traveling. So mm-hmm. I've been... But I've been listening to homebrewing podcasts, reading homebrewing magazines, reading articles. You know, I still kind of obsessed with the whole act of... I obviously have been drinking a ton of it. So <laughs> I... 
yeah, so on Sunday I, I start I started back up again. Uh, I took a month off because uh, I need you kind of need to be there like mm. to you know transfer things you know every other week or so. So I I couldn't do that because I was you know away. But I think homebrewing is like my hobby. But it, I also have a computer program that does all the recipe formulations. Like it's a whole. It's a whole different thing. Like it's 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 just as labor intensive as doing anything on the internet work wise, but it's at the end I get beer instead of like money. That is awesome. I yeah, mean, beer is more fun. You should uh, maybe look into like doing what do you like making your own gin? They have like gin kits. I don't yeah, know. I, I should. I mean, I I don't know. I I just don't know, and I, I just kind of avoided even trying to figure that out. Uh, cooking is another one. Mm. I love it. I so we had a party on Saturday. I for cooked my... eggs this morning. That's good. What kind? Uh, scrambled. Okay. So did I. Oh, cool. Every morning. Way, way to make me not feel special about it. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, no big deal. Every morning. This was the first morning this year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh. So you should look into getting a hobby, I think. Yeah, I, I think we'll, you're right. We're working. I, we'll work on it. All right. Because um, I have some ideas. Uh, this next one, I have two more. We'll kind of go through it because we're kind of like need to wrap shit up. Uh, we have more podcasts to record today, mm. believe it or not. Three more. Three more. Speaking of burnout. Mm. God. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll do an episode after our whole marketing burst. Re, re, that's right burnout redux burnout redux it's like wow this is only three episodes in uh working remotely literally taking your computer outside of your house i don't I go do to the, that. i go to the roof it is great i do you yeah i, just, I don't i like my house i don't want to <laughs> leave it i'm not going anywhere uh being around more people i you you i'm go the to opposite park. of you i i'm not a yeah pe- you're the yeah I, I go, I hang out with people and shit, but, you know. Well, here's the... I want to read this. What we found is that people's health, well-being, everything in life is way better if you're connected with other people. Mm. That social network, that each of you have each other's back, that they're there for you, and that you're there for them, that's like money in the bank. That's a precious, precious resource. See, that's that's you. That for is me. me. Yeah. Uh. Good. All right. There you go. Mentor. I'm not a mentor. Just a friend. You're, you're like a, a emotional support. Yeah, animal. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do, you have, do you have a mentor? Like, do you actually have like a, a, a legit mentor? You know, uh, for m- a lot of points in my life, I did. I, I don't now. Maybe because yeah. I'm more hermity than I've been. I, I yeah. need one. There. You know. Do you? How do you? I don't. I've never seen. I've never like. I don't know. I'd rather just have friends and not like one person that I'm like, I'm stressed. Tell me, talk me down. No, no, it's not. You mean as like a mentor? Yeah, like like an official, like they, we, like this is like where I would say, oh, that person is my mentor. I've never, ever said that. I don't think that it really works like that. I think that when you look in hindsight back, you're like, oh my God, they they were like a mentor. That person, yeah. Okay. But like it it happens organically and just kind of, you know. All right. Well, the final one is find more ways to laugh. That I, everything's a joke to me. So <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. 
it? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a joke. Uh, All right, let's let's wrap this up. You feel burned out? Yeah, yeah. Time for three Achieved. more episodes to record today? That's right. All right. Well, speaking of uh, mental health and just health in general, I want to thank at the health geeks for my new middle name this week via Twitter. It was shake that laffy taffy. Don't really under, don't really understand what that means, but that's your hey. that's your bum. No, it, is that a thing? Is that a thing I missed in like the vernacular <laughs> of our culture? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's is it like something. Nicki Minaj calls her laffy taffy Shake now, and I just don't know it. Laffy. Oh yeah, it's it. Oh my god! If you search, it's a song. Oh, and then you could actually if you search "shake that laffy taffy" meaning or or is like the autocorrect. Yep. Um, and do you want to know what Urban Dictionary says it is? Yes. It is a slang term for the female genitalia, more Ooh. specifically the labia minora. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> what song is it? Uh, it is, um, oh, and, and the rest of the descriptions are pretty hardcore. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll forego that. It's D4L's song, Laffy Taffy. All right. You know, you know that D4L? Yeah, dude, I'm down with the D4L. <laughs> you don't know me. I made that up. It's not even a thing. Oh, okay. No, no, it is a thing. All right, well, <laughs> look, if you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about on the show, email us. Matt at moneylab.co. I guess email me. Also, you know, uh, feel free to send me new middle name suggestions. I'm still open to trying new ones out. Mm. That one was... Uh, that was what I would say is a perfect one because un- you were unsuspecting in it until the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you owned it because... I did, yeah. yeah. Shade that Laffy Taffy, bruh. Uh, if you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And uh, I need more reviews. Mm. 21 reviews. I can leave you Oh, please. Yeah, I will. Uh, and if you really like this show, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber too. So that's it, dude. Thank you for doing this. And thanks for listening. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Later. Later. Bye. Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>